Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red Nickel, author, entrepreneur, and retired professional boxer. I was able to corner this next guest that I have for you. He's actually my neighbor. He lives right next door to me, he and his fiance. Chris Gethin. Now, some of you guys will know who this is. The majority of my audience, you guys probably won't know who this is. He's a big player in the bodybuilding world. And when you first look at Chris Gethin, his name is spelled K-R-I-S-G-E-T-H-I-N. When you first look at him, you know, he's like a mean looking dude, you know, nothing could be further from the truth. He is a soft hearted, just a lovable very tender-hearted man, but you look at him, you know, he's got this, he's just got this beard, he's got, he's covered with tattoos, and he is just huge. He's got muscles upon muscles upon muscles. He is just a jacked up dude, and the first thing you think when you look at him is, oh, this guy is just a meathead bodybuilder. He doesn't know, you know, he's just like, just spends all day in the gym, doesn't do anything else, and that is not true either, and so you might be wondering, well, why is Christy having a bodybuilder as a guest on her podcast, and it's because Chris comes to us with a wide variety of knowledge in many different areas, many different areas. To look like he does and achieve what he achieves, being um, owning uh, several companies, accomplishing, you know, being an ultra marathoner, uh, you know, there's just there's so many things that he has done in his life. In order to achieve that, he has to really have a strong mental game. And that's what I asked him to come on and talk to you guys about because he is very, very, he very much focuses on the mental aspect of health and wellness. And uh, that's what he's really going to go into. So we're not going to talk about clean and jerk. We're not talking about, you know, the chest press. We're not going to talk about deadlifts. We're not talking about all that. We're talking about mentally. What does Chris do? What is important in his life? What does he focus on? in order to keep himself mentally strong, which is the name of the game, you guys. We all know that keeping ourselves, walking this path of health and wellness is all up in here. Well, Chris has it figured out. So uh, I'm really, really excited. I was able to corner him and get him locked into a um, an interview with me. Very fortunate to have him on. So please welcome Chris Gethin. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, ha, 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 ha. It's hard to do when I'm sitting down. Retired professional boxer. Guys, I have a celebrity with me. And by the way, this celebrity is my neighbor. And Chris, do you know that I saw a bobcat walking behind your house the other day, eyeing, eyeballing your chicken coop? Wow, you're kidding me. Do you know what? I saw that same bobcat probably about four weeks ago, go behind your place. Because when we were having a workout here in the morning, somebody came, one of my friends who hadn't visited the place before said, you have bobcats around here? I was like, no. He said, well, what's that then? And we saw a bobcat go up the hill by your place. So I guess it's a residence now. Yeah, I'm glad your chickens are uh, nice and protected because I was like, ooh, I almost shot him, but I didn't. But well, I- Well, we pit bull, maybe that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> 
Guys, I'm so grateful to Chris Gethin. And by the way, I was spelling Chris's name. I knew that he was my neighbor and then I was spelling his name. So if you go to look him up, it's K-R-I-S Gethin, G-E-T-H-I-N. I'm so excited that he came on with me. And I'm just going to dive in, you guys. I know this is, um, a lot of you guys know who he is, but Chris, when somebody just looks at you and they don't know anything about you, just prejudging you, you're just huge. You know, you're 225, 226. I know you're cutting right now. You're just got all this muscle. And when they look at you and they don't know anything about you, they're going to just think, oh, that dude just must spend hours a day at the gym. They just have this wrong idea about someone who's your size. But the reality is you actually own multiple companies. You are an endurance athlete, Ironman competitions, and ultra marathons, which is absolutely unheard of with, from, with the guy of your size. You've done many different diets. You can teach on many different subjects. So we, you're really a jack of all trades here. So if you don't mind, would you give us kind of your background, your bio, what you do, what you're into now, and let us kind of get to know you a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for that intro. The weird accent comes from Wales. I grew up in Wales uh, many years ago, up until uh, my mid-20s. Then I left left Wales uh, to pursue a career in uh, in health and personal training and coaching. So you know, I lived in various countries, India, Australia, I worked on cruise liners for a little while, and I ended up in Boise in 2007. And I competed during this time when I got into weight training in uh, natural bodybuilding, so drug-tested bodybuilding. Up until then, I was racing motocross, and I succumbed to quite a few injuries, which led to me to go to physiotherapy, which alleviated me of the issues that I was dealing with some of the injuries, and I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the feeling. I enjoyed the, the endorphin rush, and uh, you know, it was very therapeutic to me. You know, life would be a white knuckle ride if I didn't have some sort of activity every single day. You know, that's my double A batteries in the morning. So I continued to pursue that, you know, as a career. And, uh, you know, I just started putting my, uh, you know, I always had my pivotal foot in the gym, but I like to experiment with a lot of things. I like to say knowledge without mileage is bull, you know. So I like to put in the, the mileage in order to put out the knowledge to my followers, my customer base, my readers. And, uh, you know, I do consider myself more of a hybrid athlete because I've always done some form of cardio every single day from my motocross days. And uh, a lot of my peers and a lot of clients would even question it. So that's why I decided I'd go from, you know, from one extreme to the next and document it and actually do something like an Ironman triathlon in as little as six months, but show that you don't have to sacrifice muscle in order to do it. You know, you just have to... You know, train a little bit differently. You have to eat a little bit differently, and uh, you know, not not overtrain. Make sure that you, you know, prioritize your recovery so you can dictate your performance. And that's kind of you know my background. And uh, you know, I love it here in Boise, Idaho. It allows me to breathe and grow my hair back. As I mentioned, I've lived in various cities, but you know, it's here I feel much more relaxed. And at the end of the day, my priority is my health span. I want to live to 100 years old or older, but in good health, you know, much like we see these blue zones that have a disproportionate amount of people living to 100 years old or older in good health, still seeking adventure. And, you know, I love life's adventure and I want more of it. And you own a supplement company. You own several gyms around the world. You, you have, 
I, I always tell Miles, I was like, ah, oh, that Chris is outworking me. He's outworking me. I don't know. I think you get up a lot earlier than me. So yeah, yeah, I do have a supplement company called Caged Muscle. And uh, we kind of try to merge the health sector with the sports performance sector. So no artificial colors, flavors. And, you know, we third party test using patented organic fermented ingredients. And I have a gym franchise of all places in India. They're all closed down at the moment. Um, but, uh, you know, I worked with a lot of celebrities in India, in Bollywood, and I transformed a lot of people there, which hit you know, mainstream media there. And I could see there was definitely a lack in education with personal trainers. They weren't considered as professionals. So we decided to open these gyms, which I call academies for personal trainers, but transforming clients as well with world-class facilities. So that's why we decided to open them in India because they needed it. And uh, yeah, I, I do a few things to keep myself busy. And the one reason, the one this is the funny thing. I knew that you were a coach when I walked into Barnes & Noble because I'd released a book called Man of Iron, and I go in there to see it, go and get a picture next to their book, and I see your book right next to mine. I'm like, oh, my God, that is my neighbor. I had no idea. I had no idea, and I thought, this is freaky. It was very, very weird. That is funny. Well, one of the many things that I like about you is you are so well-rounded and you can speak to so many different subjects and you're not just married to one idea, which is really has caused me to back up what I, because I'm pretty rigid and I'm like, da, 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 da. and I'm like, hold on a minute. You know, there are different ways to look at this. Now, a lot of people, again, they look at you, they, they think one thing about you, but in order for you to accomplish so many things, you, in fact, you and Sybil, you're engaged at the time of this recording to Sybil. By the way, I'd like to try out for the wedding singer. I'll be giving you a sample of my uh, my song sample in a little bit. You guys actually have a meditation room in your house, and you've shown this on social media, and you've been open and transparent. I would love for you to talk about the whole mental aspect of this whole game of health and fitness and wellness and everything of your, you know, you talk about supplementation and diet and workout, da, 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 da. but you hit hard on the mental aspect of you're always, I mean, the gym drives, you're always talking about gearing up your brain and starting off the morning with meditation. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, everybody will have this perceived notion of based on what I look like this is a meathead covered in tattoos or a lot of the time they think I'm a UFC fighter and looks are definitely deceiving I'm definitely not a fighter but yeah when it comes to the meditation that sets you up for your day you know I think what is really happening right now with the coronavirus gives us an opportunity for have a lot of introspective and seek within because we don't listen to our own voices because we're always distracted. We're in conversation. We're scrolling through social media. We've got deadlines to hit. We're lacking in sleep. When I think when we get to the end of our life, we're not going to say, you know what? I wish I worked later at night. I wish I had less sleep. I think we're going to say we didn't listen to our own voice and we didn't meditate in order to manifest our lives. Because there's a lot of people out there doing stuff that they don't want to do. They're in a career. They're in a relationship that they don't want because they haven't manifested it. But you will not be able to manifest it without meditating first. You have to clear the slate. First thing in the morning, I tell people, do not go on your phone. Don't become a reaction. That is going to set up your consciousness for the rest of the day. If you completely silence yourself, deep breaths, 
and just think, what is it you are? What is it that you were put into this earth for? Was it to stay in bed, to sleep in, to feel nice and warm? Or is it to seek the purpose? If you look at the insects, if you look at the bees, if you look at the ants, if you look at the animals, they are doing their purpose in nature. We have been put here as well to have a purpose in nature, not to sleep in, not to just feel warm and nice and do nothing or do a job that we weren't meant to do. So meditation really helps you seek within, seek that introspective and become a lot more calm. So we have what's called, I'll describe this, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. We are usually in sympathetic, fight or flight, go, 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 anger, 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 re you know, react where we should be more parasympathetic so we can control our emotional state in our careers, in our relationships, within everything that we do and enjoy it and be present. Because how many times do you go, you know what? It's 2020. Where did 2019 go? Because we weren't present. We weren't grateful. We weren't in that moment like we are in this conversation right now. Instead of thinking, okay, what can I say? You're actually listening because you've trained yourself to be put into that parasympathetic state where we can think clearly. I love this. And you talk, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot, but you have mentioned quite a bit. I mean, I consume all your content because I learned so much, but about toxic people. And we definitely talk about that on Code Red. We cut people out of our life. Talk to us about toxic people, toxic relationships, keeping that bad energy away from you. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you know much, I'm sure you do about, um, you know, like the power of now. There's a lot of books out there that I like. And, you know, whatever you invite into your universe is usually what you're going to get. So if you're surrounded by people that are smokers, the chances of you becoming a smoker is more likely. It's not necessarily going to happen, but it's more likely because you get influenced. And it's the same with people that are toxic. You know, the people that are gossiping all the time, they're constantly negative. The chances of you encompassing that bad energy within you is going to be much more likely. I was a massage therapist uh, in a past life when I was on the cruise liners as well. And you could really sense the negative energies within some people. So at the end of the day, you just felt bad. You had no idea why. And then I, was, I started to connect the dots. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm not communicating on a conscious level, but subconsciously it's affecting me. So I'm very, very conscious of who I associate with myself with. I have a very, very small social circle. I like to trim the fat all the time. And I'll only associate myself that's, uh, with people that actually put out positivity because then if I invite that into my universe, then I become a positive being as well. We are all vibrations. You know, the rocks outside, the, you know, the nature, the tree. And it's the same within the human ability. We are all vibrations. Some of us are mismatches. That's why you'll see relationships. You know, people are in bad, toxic relationships, but they think this is as good as it gets because they just have a mismatch in vibration. So I like to put out a lot of positivity, but I only want to receive it at the same token. So I'm very conscious of who I associate myself with. Going back to those relationships, it's not necessarily one person is bad and the other person's good. They're just not matched for each other. There's probably good people out there for them. You just need to be aware of that. I like to say that you're vibrating at a higher frequency. And I, I definitely think I do as well. So do you think that the meditation that you do on a regular basis really helps you be, I mean, I think I know the answer to the question, but more sensitive to this energy from aware. each other 
yeah, much more aware. Your, your eyes are open because you are in the moment. Because how many of us eat a meal and we read something or we scroll through something or we're watching the TV because we're not present and we become a constant reaction where we go through life with our blinkers on and we're not aware of people or their vibrations because we haven't trained ourselves to be aware or in that moment. So, you know, when I get to the end of 2020, I want to go, wow, that felt like five years, not like five months. You know, and we can only do that by being present and being aware and, you know, having that positive attitude around us because, you know, it's amazing what a negative connotation can do for like for the next five hours. You've just wasted five hours because of that one negative thing that affected you. So the more aware you are of that, you can translate it, digest it, take a few deep breaths and then react to it. I have watched you do Q&As and uh, you have just hundreds of people watching live at once. And boy, the questions that come in are just crazy, but nothing seems to throw you off your game. You really react well. At one point I typed in, Chris, you are the king. I thought I was the queen of Q&As. You are the king of Q&As, but you just don't seem to let, I don't ever see you react. I just see you just respond so calm to each of those, the people that are, you know, putting sexual stuff in there or putting stuff that is just, just crazy. And you just seem to remain the same calm throughout that whole Q and a. Yeah. Maybe on the externally, <laughs> no. yeah. but the thing is, yeah, for instance, but I always, you know, I won't always react, especially on the lives. There's just too many people there, but you know, for instance, some people will say, Hey, well, ignore the haters. Well, I'm not going to ignore the haters. I never have, and I never will. I'll always address them because I want to change their impossibilities in their mind into possibilities, whether that's a weakness, it can become a weapon. You know, myself and you are the same, that our clients are the same. We all have the ability. It's just that some people put lower ceilings around themselves. Maybe it's because of their upbringings, their habitual reactions or whatever. It's up to us and with our platforms that we have available to us to open those uh, windows and doors of possibilities. I just try to put out content that I wish that somebody had put out for me when I was a kid back in 1930 when there was no internet, you know. <laughs> yeah, you and I, I think, are the same age. So when you go to eat your food, do you have a connection with your food? Do you force yeah. yourself to, yeah. to do that? Because I eat in 37 seconds standing yeah. over the sink, and I know it's not good. Yeah, I think there's a book called Slow Eating. I can give you uh, the information of it after. It'll be a good link in the show notes where it talks about the sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, whether you're eating fast, if you're conscious, if you're unconscious. So I always like to do a couple of things. When I'm eating my food, uh, when I'm cooking my food, when I'm preparing my food, I have to be in a positive state. I want to give love to that food in order to receive that back. So I try not to get into any sort of like tough communication uh, or, you know, like a business decision while I'm preparing that food. And before I eat the food, I'm not a religious person. I am spiritual, I'd say. I look at the food and I imagine the texture. I look at the colors. I look at what that is providing to my lifeline and my future. And I appreciate it, even if it's dried chicken and rice. You know, I appreciate it because I know there's some poor people out there that would never even have the opportunity to choose what they have on their plate. We have that opportunity, so I'm very grateful. And then I will take my time of chewing 25 times or whatever it may be, I'm not counting, and taking my time eating it. But I'll spend a good three minutes 
doesn't matter if I'm in company or not, looking at the food, breathing, taking deep breaths, and then slowing down that process and being conscious of it. And yeah, I eat a few times a day. So, you know, it's a good part of my repetitive nature. Something that we could all get better at. I know this is something I don't touch on very often with my community because I'm terrible at it. And I'm certainly not going to start preaching something I don't have down, Pat. Talk to us about bedtime routine. You have a very strict bedroom boundaries and a strict bedtime routine, which is huge on Code Red. We just talk about real food, water, and sleep. That's the foundation of Code Red. And you do that really well. Yeah. So for instance, you know, you're going to live much longer without food than you are without sleep. So that just goes to show you how important sleep is. And, uh, you know, throughout the day, other than when I'm working out, I'm doing everything that I can to lower my cortisol levels. So that's why I eat when I'm you know, very slow and present and purposefully. And same with sleep. You know, my performance mentally and physically is dictated by my recovery. So sleep is a big proportion of that. I used to suffer very, very badly from sleep. I was only sleeping like three hours a night because I had mold toxicity from when I was living in Mumbai, India. And, you know, I was just walking around as a reaction, anger, frustration, depression the whole time. And then I circled it all the way back to my sleep. So if I look at some of the content or books I wrote back then, I was like, wow, who was that guy? Completely different, very dark place. So that is something that I prioritize now, especially in this day and age when so many of our clients have an issue with sleep. And if their cortisol levels are higher because they're not sleeping well, they're not going to be able to burn as, the fat as efficiently as they once could or build muscle or perform as they could. So before I go to bed, my ritual usually starts about uh, two hours before minimum. It's usually at that time that, you know, I'll go outside, I'll try to take in some of the, you know, the restorative red rays from the sun. So at sunrise and at sunset, a lot of the red rays, which are very restorative to your health, come out. Uh, so that's when I try to go outside and get that vitamin D hit. It's very calming. As you've practiced with earthen, I'll do that at the same time. But then I'll try to knock out all artificial light. So if I am exposed to my phone, my laptop, my TV, or halogen lamps, or anything like that, I'll usually wear my blue light blocking glasses to block it out, or I'll try to eliminate the light altogether. And I'll wear like long sleeve top and bottom because we have photoreceptors on our skin as well. Because I'm a very sensitive sleeper. Some people don't have to do this, but I do. And, uh, you know, I try to read at this, uh, you know, a good hour before bed and calm my mind because I am just so go, 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 go all day. I can go to bed wired and tired, which, you know, I'm trying to sleep, but my brain is racing and, you know, I track my sleep and I look at my sleep score in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not going to perform as optimally as I possibly could. This is a day that I could be wasting. I have an app on my phone called Countdown, and it counts how many weekends I have left, how many meals I have left, how many holidays I le have left, based on you know how I've populated it. You know, So I think, damn it, I need to do better. So I'll do whatever I can you know, to really optimize my sleep. I earth myself when I'm in bed as well. I've got a grounding mat. I have what's called like a weighted sheet. It's a 25-pound weighted blanket. So it feels like you're being hugged and cuddled, which again can put you into that uh, parasympathetic nervous state when you're sleeping as well. So I'd say those are the main things that I do. Oh, and I also have a cold shower. 
because a lot of studies have proven as well, if your body temperature is elevated, it's very hard for you to get into your REM and deep sleep cycles. So I'll always have a cold shower before bed, and that generally helps me lull into a deeper night's sleep. And obviously, lights completely blacked out, uh, no standby lights. I switch off the the Wi-Fi, the phone is on airplane mode outside of my room. So there's no distraction, no electrical devices allowed in bed. So many great tips. I know that people contact the Code Red help desk and they always want to know, I can't sleep, can't sleep, can't sleep. They want to go right for Ambien, but they've got to, you know, they need to get that cool, dark room. I don't know what temperature, but I think the optimum range is between 64 and 66 degrees and you got to cool it down, heated blanket. We always say, hold on, you're going right for the drugs, but you ain't even doing what you need to do to set up. You got kids and pets on the bed, dirty laundry on your bed, bright outside. Hydration. Now, I've been told, and I've repeated this, and I don't even know, even just a 1% drop in your hydration could yield a 10% drop in strength. Is that true or is that an old wives tale? Oh, no, no, that's true. Chances are when I've been training clients one-on-one and I see their performance is down, I can usually guess it's nothing to do with their food. Even if they didn't eat that good, they still tend to perform. When they're down in hydration, that's when I really see the lack in performance because their reaction speed is down. The brain isn't functioning as it uh, once could. And obviously, if we are made up of around 70 or 80% fluid dependence on the individual with electrolytes, our mineral balance can be thrown off. We're just not going to perform. We can't contract as quickly and as hard as we should be able to. So hydration is a huge, huge component. Uh, I find it definitely more in Europeans lacking in hydration because they think coffee and tea is hydration and they don't come out to restaurants and fill up your water or offer you water in the first place. It's really bad in uh, other countries, I find. US isn't so bad, except I find that people in the US just overconsume caffeine, which does have a diuretic effect. So, you know, whenever you drink a coffee, you need to chase that down with like two glasses of equal vo- uh, volume of water just to rehydrate yourself, you know? And it doesn't just come from fluid, it's what's in that fluid as well, you know? So, I have what's called like reverse osmosis water. So it gets rid of all the chlorine or the heavy metal contaminants, but now you need to remineralize that water. So you can like, you know, go to the supermarket, buy some trace minerals and just put some fluid in there, providing that you're hydrating enough and you'll find that your performance will be increased. Yeah, people say, well, I'm, you know, it's not just you're used to pulling a 305 deadlift and you walk in dehydrated, you're going to pull maybe, you know, a 270. That's not, we're talking, we're talking about moms unloading the groceries. We're talking about just everyday function. When I say drop in strength, I mean, just picking up your three-year-old guys. It's not just that. So don't just think, well, I don't go to the gym. This doesn't apply to me. It all applies to you. Energy is the big thing. Energy. Energy. If you're lacking in hydration, you're probably going to be lacking in energy. Like with my fiance, Sybil, she has an inactive thyroid. If she is down in hydration one bit, it affects her, you know? So always trying to stay on top of that, you know? Even though you may feel like a meathead going around with a half-gallon jug, do that because it's a good reminder. I get some of my clients to put a little bit of masking tape on there. And, you know, if they've got a smaller bottle, for instance, like a flask, and I get them to mark off every time that they've filled it up. So that's giving them a form of accountability. Okay, I need to fill this up three times today in order to meet my quota. 
Yeah, it, absolutely, guys. I mean, come on. You know, you, you've heard me say it. Now you got it from Chris here. I keep saying I'm going to stick with the mental aspect of, of you know, I'm going to pick Chris's brain on the mental. And then I keep going, well, what about this? What about this? But, guys, <laughs> I'm going to – Chris, could you just leave us off with uh, just some final thoughts for these people that are uh, in these uncertain times? They're just – they're dealing with stress and anxiety and uncertainty Anything, any words of wisdom that you can leave my audience with? Yeah, for sure, for sure. No worries. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I know we we all talking about social distancing at the moment with people, but social distance yourself from bad food. I think people are using this time. Okay, we're going to go and hoard everything, become lazy, inactive, and eat bad. This is your opportunity right now to get ahead. Because, of course, you, you know, if you're active, you can work out at home. There's no reason why you can't. But there is no reason why you cannot feed your lifeline, which is your body, with good, healthy, wholesome food. There's no reason why you cannot do that. So, you know, social distance yourself with bad food, the trans fats, all the sugars that's going to have an effect on you at this time where people are panicking because that could give you even more panic. It's not going to give a good chemical reaction to your brain in order for you to feel good. But, you know, this is what I tell people, you know, this is where you can look at perception. There are people in prison you know, for doing things that they shouldn't have done, but they're locked down for 10 years, maybe more. However, they're making best of the situation. You can make the best of any situation. You just need to change that perception in your brain and be appreciative of what you have. You have one life on this earth, dependent on what religion that you believe in. And you only have a certain amount of time to live that life to your fullest potential. So every decision that you make today when you look at that plate in front of you, it's either going to heal you or harm you. So please, please, please do make the choice of healing your future, and especially if you're a parent, especially if you have people around you that you are influenced. So please make that positive choice. I love it. Yeah, we say you're digging your grave with your fork with those bad decisions every single time you beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, Donmos. Yeah, uh, 36, 26, every time. And people don't back it up. They always just say, oh, it's just one time. But just one, just one, just one. But, you know, you end up eating 16 Hershey's Kisses off your coworker's desk. I mean, come on, guys, you know. Yeah. I could go on and on with Chris. Chris, I'm going to let, I'm going to give you back your day. It's been wonderful. You guys, everything we talked about is going to be links below and you can find, I'm going to link up Chris. You can find him. I would suggest you follow him. I would suggest you, you know, he touches on a lot of different areas, different ways of eating. He biohacks. He's always experimenting. I think that's really great, which is why I trust him. And I think you should too. Chris, thank you so much. I sure appreciate this. Anytime. Thank you ever so much. I'll give you a fist bump here. Yeah, we'll give it a virtual fist bump. That's right. <laughs> Guys, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast and in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.